Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Jesus, God the Son, who clothed himself in human flesh, revealed much about God the Father. Jesus was there with him before the beginning. As one God, they created and called forth the cosmos. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the three are one. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he spoke much about the kingdom to the multitudes, the chief priests, the Pharisees, and his disciples. The kingdom of God's complete dominion and sovereign right to rule and reign. Let us go to Matthew chapter 22, verse 1 to 2. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. The listeners at this time in human history would be well aware of the lavish riches of the king. They lived from the history of ancient Israel and knew the riches of King David and King Solomon. They also were living in the time of the Roman Empire, where they witnessed vast processions and regal splendour and displays of power and honour. Those listening to Jesus at the time would be expected to think that the king would put on a magnificent banquet. It would be considered the highest honour to receive a personal invitation from the king. Surely they would give up everything to be there. The personal invitations are sent. Verse 3. And the king sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, and they were not willing to come. This must have been a shock to all those who were listening. The king of heaven had already sent out personal invitations to the wedding. As was the ancient custom, he sent out his servants to personally check that each one had received the invitation and was coming. Extraordinary! Those who were invited were not willing to come. In a culture of honour and shame, this would have been unacceptable. To put it in the context of the listeners at the time, if the Roman Emperor, who represented the most brutal and decadent empires of humanity, sent out personal invitations to a banquet, there would not be one person not willing to come. Furthermore, the emperor would only send out invitations to those who were one with him, those who he knew would come, avoiding any potential shame. How much more the value of a personal invitation from the King of Heaven, the Creator of Heaven and Earth and all things good, who knows the hearts of all people, Yes, he even knows those who will reject him. Yet he still invites them. 
invitations had been sent. The audience listening to Jesus would have been stunned to hear that the first invitees were not willing to come. Verse 4 Again he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. God in his great love sends his servants out again to urge them to come. Can we even imagine the riches of God and how lavish his son's wedding banquet would be? This is a very vivid picture of Father God, the king of the story. He is the ultimate power and authority, sending out personal invitations to those who have already rebelled against him. He said, come. Come to the wedding. Come enter into his kingdom, a kingdom of light and goodness. God sent out his invitation to come through the Old Testament prophets, his servants, continually pursuing in love a rebellious humanity and a rebellious people. The hearers of Jesus would be thinking of John the Baptist, a prophet crying in the wilderness. He declared to them, change your mind, turn back to God and come to the light, for the kingdom of heaven is near. John the Baptist testified of the light, the Son of God, the Messiah, the King of Israel. He testified, receive Jesus as the Messiah, the light unto the world, and enter into his kingdom. The response of the so-called good? Let us read verse 5 to 6. But they made light of it and went their ways one to his own farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. Those that were initially invited were unwilling to come and seize the servants of the king. They had blatantly rejected God and his right to rule and reign. They despised and hated God. Therefore they would not come. Yet they would say they were his chosen ones. The irony is that amongst the listeners in the audience are those who the invitation had been sent. In the following chapter of Matthew, Jesus reveals their hypocrisy. Matthew chapter 23 verse 13. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. And verse 29 to 32. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous and say, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. 
Therefore, you are witnesses against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of your father's guilt. Yet in amongst such evil, Jesus' heart breaks. God's heart breaks. For they choose not to enter in. Yet the greater evil is that they tried to prevent others from entering in. Jesus laments. Verse 37. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. So the ones who first received the invitation and willingly refused to come are the Pharisees and chief priests who knowingly rejected God and his kingdom. Even though they claimed to be his, they plotted and schemed to prohibit others from entering in. They are unworthy to enter in because they rejected the one who makes them worthy, the Son of God, who became flesh and dwelt amongst them. The response of the good king? Matthew 22, verse 7 to 10. But when the king heard about it, he was furious. He sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. It is interesting to note, Jesus said that the servants who gathered were both good and bad. Speaking into the religious prejudice of those hearing of what they considered to be good and bad. The hypocrisy of the scribes and Pharisees who had declared themselves good and knowingly gave their hearts to evil, Jesus exposes. They falsely defined themselves as good. Elevating themselves above God as only he can determine such things. Only he is perfect and pure with no hidden agenda or fleshly desires. Only God can see into the hearts of humanity and determine what is good and evil. Only He. God must destroy the evil of taking away free will and preventing others from choosing freely to enter into His kingdom or reject it. God must expose the hypocrisy and shine his light into that darkness. He removes the blockages so people can come freely and make an informed choice, whether to enter in or remain in darkness. Jesus was from the Hebrew tribe of Judah, the bloodline of King David. Yet the majority of the scribes and Pharisees knowingly rejected him as the Son of God. The Apostle John's eyewitness account of Jesus puts it this way. 
John chapter 1, verse 10 to 13. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. All creation recognised Jesus and acknowledged his right to rule and reign. Yet his own people knowingly rejected him and God's right to rule and reign. Yet God who so loves personally invites everyone, including those he knows that will reject him. He gives each one equal opportunity to come to the feast and sit at his table. The Royal Wedding Banquet The hall was filled with guests. Now Jesus continues and is about to define who is good and who is evil. Matthew chapter 22 verse 11 to 14 but when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. The wedding garment is the garment of righteousness, and we are given the robe of righteousness when we receive the Son, his righteous sacrificial gift of himself. The one who tried to enter in without the garment of righteousness given by the Son is exposed. The soiled garments of pride, arrogance and hypocrisy are an insult to the King. Especially since in his own grace he provides the wedding garment. Remember the King in this story is God the Father. God rejects those who try to enter into his kingdom without doing his will in receiving his Son. Reject the Son and you reject the Father. Reject the Father and you reject the Son. Yet God in his great love continues to go out into the darkness of humanity, to the highways and the byways, and he says, Come. The invitations have gone out through the ages and will continue to be sent until that time on that final day when the gospel had been preached to all the earth and all who will come to him have come and Jesus returns. Sadly, not everyone will choose to come and enter into his kingdom. Those who chose to reject the Son reject God. They reject his kingdom and are cast out into eternal darkness, into the destiny of their choosing.
Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. The royal wedding banquet, a love feast with the living God for all eternity, is known as the marriage supper of the Lamb. Revelation chapter 19 verse 8 to 10 And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant and your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The wife or bride of the Son are all who have received Jesus and his right to rule and reign. All those who have been purchased and made worthy by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus, the Son of God. We are given robes of fine linen, bright and clean. Our righteous acts are the receiving and believing of Jesus and his right to rule and reign in our lives becomes the outworking of his righteousness that he has given us. Therefore the King of Heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. All are personally invited. All are chosen. Yet not all choose to enter in. What is your response? Let us pray. If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, now is the time. Say yes to Jesus. Open your heart and your mind to believe and receive and live in the fullness of Him. Just say yes to Jesus now and receive Him and receive His Spirit. and his promise of everlasting life in his kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.